Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports today. I am joined by MSU players Darian White and later on Cola Bad Bear. How are you guys or how are you doing today, Darian? I'm doing good. Thanks. How are you? Doing really good, really good. So I've had you on before, but that was before last year's craziness with how good you guys did. So what was that run like for you guys? Oh man. Um, I mean, I feel like last year we were kind of up and down. Um, but finishing out the way that we did was so much fun. Um, it was amazing. The experience that we all got to go to the NCAA tournament and play Stanford um, obviously didn't turn out the way that we wanted, but it was still such a cool experience getting to do that. For sure, for sure. You know, um, watching the Big Sky tournament for both the men and women, it was an event that the entire school it seemed like there was like a 20 minute line of people to cut down the net. What was that <laughs> experience like as part of the team? Um, it was amazing. Um, I feel a lot of us feel like blessed and very lucky because, you know, not a lot of teams have the opportunity to be able to cut down nets. And so um, just getting that experience, you know, we, we are so grateful and I love like the relationship and stuff that we have. Um, on the team with all of us players and the coaches and stuff it it made the experience that much better for sure um so I talked to coach Binford earlier about your team this year and she mm -hmm. mentioned that you'll be kind of doing some combo guard work of either the one or the two so how have you worked I guess this offseason to do both guard roles um I don't necessarily know if it's um, anything really different in my game. Um, I think that through discussions with other coaches, we have um, talked about how I have the ability to score and moving me to the two would get me some ball screens after ball movement and stuff like that. So yeah, not necessarily anything that I've worked on differently, but just being able to utilize um, some of the strengths that I have. Um, to get other people open and then also to score when I can. For sure. And, you know, you have had a bunch of playing time your whole career at MSU. Um, so how have you seen the big sky and college basketball in general change in your time at MSU? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I, I always have felt like there's been good competition. Um, I don't know about change. Um, that's really coming to my mind right now. But yeah, I feel like we've always had really good, really good competition um, with teams. There's always, it's always very competitive. Um, yeah, I don't know, sorry. No, you're good. So I've seen the commercials watching Bobcat football with you, Cola, <laughs> Leah Beatty, and Madison Jackson. How yeah. has the NIL changed your guys' lives this last year and a half or so? Um. It has been amazing. Honestly, it is so much fun. Uh, we are able to do commercials or uh, photo shoots and stuff like that with um, companies or just organizations that want to work with us. And so they're able to compensate us for um, promoting like whatever they want us to promote. And it has been really fun. It's a good opportunity, but it also helps us, you know, helps us out with things that we want to do. Like we want to shop or, you know, we need to little extra money so it's um it's really cool and it's fun um getting to meet certain people um you know in like the work uh force in bozeman so yeah it's been really fun 
That's awesome. Yeah, I think I saw it. I don't know if this is NIL related or not, but I think you and Cola at one point did like a tour of a place in Chicago. Was that related to it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was that like? That was amazing. Um, so we did a NIL deal with um, Now Foods, but specifically in like the area of Now Sports. And so they sent us so much stuff of like um, protein powders and um, like energy drink things. They're like in powders and you dump them into your drinks. They gave us pills. Um, like I'll show you right here. I actually have one. They're like stress pills and oh, okay. just a bunch of your health um, and stuff, which is really cool. And then they gave us the opportunity to fly us out to Chicago to like see their, um, what is the name for it? Their like whole facility of like where they um like process the pills where everything is like formed and stuff so we got to meet like all the workers the owner of it so yeah it was it was so cool and I've never been to Chicago so it was it was like killing two birds with one stone it was really cool oh that's awesome so what's your favorite thing in Chicago now that you've been there uh, I always say going to the beach <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome was- for sure um, so, you know, this year's team has a very tall add-in at six foot five with Lindsey Hine. How for you being a point guard, is that going to be so helpful to your game? Um, <laughs> Doug, yeah, I don't have words, but you could just lob up any ball and she's going to get it. And also it just helps in so many aspects of on defense too, you know, like she is a huge presence in the post, in the paint. And so, you know, it helps me not being, you know, not saying that I don't have to worry about like when she's not in, but um, it's just an extra huge presence that's sitting in the paint. So I don't have to worry as much if I get beat. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause she's right. just so big. Um, and then also on offense, like getting offensive boards, um, being able to just throw the ball up, not have to worry about um, such perfect passes as much. So yeah, it's, it's going to be really fun playing with her this year. For sure. And it's a luxury that not a lot of big sky teams have. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, a thing that um has always, or I guess has interested me recently more is the transfer portal. And I don't see that as much in the women's basketball game, but has that affected the Cats team at all this year? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I guess it means you're loyal to the program, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing that is crazy for me. But um, so where do you see this team being this year? I mean, you guys are preseason favorites. You're the MVP preseason. Cola was first team preseason. Where do you see with all the expectations you guys being in March? <laughs> um, I think we're gonna we're gonna live up to it. Um, gotta knock on wood. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a lot of faith in this team. Um, there's just something that has clicked with this team that I haven't felt before. Um, our trust, our chemistry, and obviously we have so many things to work on. Um, but I think we're going to be more than ready when conference comes. Um, I, just our abilities. And, um, I know I said last year that we were kind of like up and down, right? but I think last year we, we needed that to happen in order for us to like take a big step and to grow in the way that we have over um, like spring, summer, and now like this preseason. So 
yeah, I, I think we're going to do very well this year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, So, you know, you guys have the entire core of the team back. How important is that to have the entire core back for another run yeah. of the big sky? Uh, just like I said, you know, last year we were, we were like this. And so I think that having the majority of people come, come back um, has allowed us to grow and learn from last year, learn from our mistakes, um, things that we need to get better at. And so um, I think that having that experience and having that year underneath our belt has really, really, really shown um, since we've been practicing. For sure. And then I did mention it with you being the preseason MVP pick. What did it mean to you to see that from the Big Sky Conference? Um, it was validating. Uh, I feel like I have been working so hard. It's something that I've wanted outside of, you know, going to or winning the conference and going to the NCAA tournament. That's just a personal goal that I've been striving for. And so finally seeing that I have, um, yeah, felt validated. I don't want to let it, you know, get to my head or anything. I'm going to do everything that I possibly can to, to, um, actually receive it at the end of the year. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really exciting. For sure. And I mean, for the basketball program as a whole, you know, you have your team obviously being picked big sky number one, you being the preseason MVP. And then on the men's side, you have Jabril and the men's team being picked number one. How cool is it to be a part of a program that's just dominating the big sky? It is so cool, especially knowing that like this has never really happened. Um, it's cool being able to experience that with them as well. You know, we're pretty um close with some of them and so it's cool to hear you know about their stories and uh the stuff that you know they're going through and also just watching them play because they're they're a very talented group of guys you know and so getting to see Jabril dominate and um some of the guys just do super super good it's it's cool to see for sure so um you guys had a game last year against Idaho where you turned it on to a different level there in the second half and ended up beating them when they, in the first half, seemed like they had the Bobcats beat. What was that game like for you? Um, I, From what I remember, I think that game, we were really struggling to shoot. Um, and so I was doing everything that I can to, uh, or that I could to, to score, to keep the game kind of even, to get other people open, because eventually, like, you just got to shoot it out. You know, some, some games you're going to be cold. And so that's why... Um, had my mindset, you know, just, just to keep feeding people, to keep going, to keep us, you know, in the game. And um, eventually I knew people were going to start hitting and that's exactly what happened. It, it was at the perfect time too. So. <laughs> For sure. So, um, you know, I interviewed coach Binford earlier and you could just tell her love and passion for Bobcat basketball, but specifically this team. And mm -hmm. um, so what does it mean to have her at the head of your guys's team and just to play for her every game? It's amazing. Um, you know, she has the experience of playing about playing basketball, being an athlete, going pro, um, playing the WNBA. So it's it's cool to say that I have a coach that understands what you know we're going through and the stress levels and you know the expectations, all of that. Um, but also having said that, like she has really high expectations for us, and she pushes us to be you know, the best that we can possibly be every day. She does, she never lowers the, lowers the bar for us. Um, it's always, you know, you, you gotta be up here. You gotta be better. I know your capabilities. You, I know your abilities. So um, 
yeah, being able to play for somebody like that, it's it's really cool. And it's not something everybody can say. No, for sure. And I think the cool thing too, especially in today's sports, she has stayed with the Bobcats for coming mm -hmm. up on 20 years now. That's pretty unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So, you know, one thing I've noticed following both you and Cola pretty much on social media is your team is extremely close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you guys are pretty much inseparable. Yeah. How does that um, correlate on the court and how important is that that you have that family? Um, I'm going to say this again. I keep saying it, but I really think that we have something so, so, oh my gosh, so special that not a lot of people get to say that they have. Um, I literally every girl on the team, I would trust with, with my whole life. Like we're all best friends. And like you said, we're inseparable. Um, I think that plays a huge, huge part on the court. Um, because that trust that you have off the court is on the court. It builds chemistry. It builds the trust, the loving relationships. And we would literally like, we go at it in practice, but when we play other people, it's like the, the things that we're willing to do for one another, like we, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like we play for each other. Mm -hmm. It shows when we play against other teams, when we're not playing against each other. And I think that fight, that dog in us to play for one another is, is really, it's fun to play with, but it's um, hard to find. For sure. And I mean, your games are fun to watch. They're high energy. They're yeah. really defensive, which is awesome to see that you guys yeah. really put a focus on defense. And you can tell even just being on the court watching it, that you guys have that bond. You can tell <laughs> it even playing it. And it's awesome. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, you know, I, uh, just mentioned the defense and, um, so what do you guys do to have that, I guess, ball hawk defense shut down defense you guys have? Uh, definitely from the coaches. Um, I mean, a lot of us, we, I feel like we naturally have a capability to play defense. Like we're pretty, we're dogs, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so much fun playing defense because we just want it like so bad and also the coaches push us to um have that ball pressure to um have that fight in us to get the ball I guess um and I think that I mean from my freshman year coach Finn especially and you know and Sunny they have put an emphasis on defense of saying you know you can't win without playing defense championships are are won from defense and so um we've really ingrained that into the team and in uh like the way that we play and stuff. So for sure. And then another thing that came out when I interviewed coach Binford was that uh, she believes you're one of the best rebounders on the team, which I have to believe too. So being a guard and being a smaller guard, how have you mastered your craft of rebounding? Oh gosh. Um, I don't really know. I feel like when I'm going for rebound, I'm pretty good at like dictating where the ball is going to go. And so um, I try to like read where it's going to go and I just run right to it. I don't really have like a, a craft or anything special where I'm like, oh, you know, I, I've mastered this. So I'm, I'm getting these rebounds. Um, I feel like it's just me reading where I think the ball is going to go and, and hustling to get it. For sure. For sure. Um, so I'm trying to think of how to word this. Um, 
I guess one of my other questions that I always ask is um, in the future, when you're looking back at your Bobcat career, what is a moment that you're going to always remember? Um, definitely last year at the tournament, um, our, like when the confetti was like falling down at us. And I remember just like holding my hands up and like, just looking at everybody being so happy, um, hearing the crowd. It just, it gives me chills and like goosebumps to even to think about. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to forget about that moment. For sure. So I want to go back a little bit to Stanford too. Um, one, what was it like to play in that arena? Cause that's an arena that has so much history in college basketball. And then two, as we were watching it on TV in like the first or second row, they showed Russell Wilson. So what was it like to be in an arena with Russell Wilson? It's weird. I still am like, that's so weird to think about. Um, but it was, it was really cool. Um, like I said before, just that experience that we had playing in that gym, playing against those girls, like they're obviously known, like everywhere. So it was, it was cool. Um, it was an experience, you know, that, that not a lot of people get to say that they've had. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool getting to see that, that atmosphere, that arena, the people there. Um, it was a little bit different than what I expected, like how um, small it is, like how compacted it is, really? but um like it made it loud it was it was fun I feel like the fans were like right there that's awesome and the Bobcats traveled well yeah yeah <laughs> how cool was that to see quite a good Bobcat crowd at Stanford for you guys it was exciting um we have so much love and support like people are our fan base um they come with us like a lot of places and so I think that's just that extra um at least for me, it makes me feel even more like loved and supported, you know, because they know, I mean, nobody has to do that. And the fact that they're willing to sacrifice, you know, what they're, what they have going on at home to come support us. It's, it's a very um, overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of like love. So. For sure. Sorry. I don't know if you can hear my cat chili in the background, no, no. but. Yeah, my dog is, my dog's kind of going crazy too. <laughs> yeah. But um, so my next question is, also regarding to uh, March Madness, you know, you guys drew a 16 seed last year. And where do you think if you guys make it again this year? Um, well, one, where do you think you may be seated coming back? But two, where do you think that threshold is as a lower seed to maybe get a team that you could upset in the first round? Yeah, um, I'm hoping this year um, we will be at a better seed. I'm hoping like 14. Um, 13, 14. Um, I think last year, because we were so inconsistent and, you know, we weren't winning games um, by as much as we should have. And also we had a couple upsets, upsets in our conference that really hurt us. And so this year, um, obviously not only winning, but the teams that we can push like the gas pedal down the entire game and really win as much as possible win by as many points as possible it will help us um a lot getting getting a better seed for sure i mean i i look at the tournament and it seems like the 14s and 13s that's kind of like the threshold i guess to maybe get a potential upset yeah yeah for sure that would be awesome to see i uh 
even though I knew it wasn't going to happen, I picked the Bobcats to go into the second yeah. round last year. <laughs> Thank I you. was like, Stanford, uh, that's a yeah. tough one to draw. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that was insane. For sure. But um, yeah, um, I guess, you know, just kind of another like looking back question. What has it been like to be at the brick as your home field now for four years? Um, what do you mean? Well, like to call the brick home for your home games while you've been uh, at MSU. Oh, I love Sorry, it. Sorry, I worded that weird. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, I love our arena. It's, it's so much fun to play in, um, especially just hearing our crowd. I love how our fans interact with us, how passionate they are about basketball. Um, and so having an environment to play in the break, I think it's literally a perfect setup. It's obviously my favorite gym to play in. Um, sorry. Oh, you're fine. My cat was going all haywire too. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun to play in the break. Um, oh gosh, sorry. Hold on a second. You can't have that girl. All right. So beside from the brick. What is it going to be like to play your final games in Missoula with that Brawl of the Wild um, rivalry? Oh, gosh. It is going to be so much fun. Um, it's one of my favorite games to play. Obviously, it is my favorite game, actually. Um, we are just so pumped up. We are so hyped. Um, hearing people talk about it, hearing the fans, um, also hearing the other girls uh the girls on my team and stuff. It is so much fun to play in the environment, the the competitiveness, the the anger that we hold. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. For sure, and just because I I didn't get the chance to look back, what is your record against the Grizz at your time at MSU? Mine is eight and two. What is mine? Um, we lost once. Am I? Four and one or five and one. Something like that. I don't really know. I'm sorry. I should know that, but I don't. Oh, no, you're fine. I just, I didn't get a chance to look it up. I meant to look it up and it's like, darn it, didn't get a chance, but no. it's always good to beat them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, awesome. And, you know, seeing, um, and I know you get this question a lot, but seeing your Boise Big Sky Championship shirt, what is it like to have that Big Sky Championship in your hometown? It's amazing. Because <laughs> uh, I have, like, obviously my family's there. Uh, so my family lives in Twin Falls, too. So they're able to to travel down a couple hours to come to Boise. Um, I have coaches, uh, friends, literally anybody that I know that I, you know, talk to, they will come and support, which is so nice. Because I know, obviously, a lot of people in Boise and so it just creates a, a bigger fan base for us it's louder it's so much fun to play um to play with for sure I remember during the tournament they would comment all the time that even during non-bobcat games there were still mm -hmm. bobcat fans in the arena <laughs> mm -hmm. that's it's awesome to see that the fans travel so much and I think it's yeah. obviously a little bit because you have a lot of family there and yeah. It's a fan base. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Awesome. So, um, you know, another thing 
that I've noticed about your game is you're just really well-rounded. I mean, you score, you pass, you shoot. How important is that to the team being the point guard? Um, I think it's important for the team to know um, that I that I am looking for them and I have the ability to, you know, get past a couple defenders to get them open. But I also think it's important to for them to be able to trust me to also get things done when it when they need to be done and mm-hmm. to have the score and also create for other people. I think it's a huge thing that um, is important for point guards to have so we can be dynamic and there's not just one thing that we can do. We're, we're versatile and there's multiple um, factors and aspects that we can like impact the game. For sure. For sure. Well, Hey, I want to um, thank you so much for coming on and um, what I'll do is I'll pause it. Okay. Hello. Welcome to wide left sports today. I am joined by Bobcat senior Cola Bad Bear, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing really good, really good. So um, <coughs> how excited are you to start your senior season as a Bobcat? Oh, I'm really excited. It's bittersweet moments almost just leading up to it, you know. Now going cut down to the wire with like five months left of season. But I'm excited. I know. It's, it's always hard when you get to the end, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. So run me through a little bit of last year's fun run through your eyes. Like, what was that like? Um, Like the tournament? Yeah, the tournament, the Big Sky <laughs> tournament, and then, of course, March Madness, too. Um, Honestly, like the tournament, we were just kind of like a different kind of team. Like, we weren't gonna lose and we almost kind of knew that like even when we were in tight scenarios and situations like when we were both tied in the third quarter like like we both we all trusted each other that we were going to come out with the win um and for me like I think we just had like a really deep conversation meaning like just expressing what we need from each other and like where everyone's at mentally right before the tournament and so I think that really helped us open up and realize that we're playing for each other doesn't matter who else like we're the men in the arena and we're gonna you know play for each other because no one else is day in day out practice with us um but and then once we won that was just electric like for me I've never won a state title and like got that feeling and so that was really cool because it was like even better, you know, cause at a collegiate level, D1 level, that was really cool for me. Um, and then leading up to it, you know, we were all like on an all time high and going into March Madness, playing Stanford. That was a crazy draw, but um, that was just like almost for me. Like, I think it's so cool because like people, when I talk to them about the Stanford game, they're like, oh my gosh, like, they're just so good. Like, all this stuff, I'm like, yeah, they're good. But, like, you know, we were also one of 60 teams that was still playing in the postseason. Right. Like, you know, like, don't discredit us. Like, yeah, we got our butts kicked, but, like, I would hope they would do that because they're all going to be in the league in, like, two years, you know? Like, right. Um, But, like, I just, like, the experience, the atmosphere – the level like the eliteness that they had as a team and like as a coaching staff like it was just so surreal um 
think is all I could like really think about it and I feel like I was like literally like starstruck almost leading into the game and like playing against them but it's real. it's like was such a fun opportunity and chance to you know be a part of that March Madness for sure so you know walk me through the selection Sunday a little bit I mean obviously you guys know you're getting in because the big sky gets it in but then you draw that Stanford what was your gut reaction when you drew Stanford oh gosh well we were like slowly like marking down the list like okay now it's gonna be this 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 and there was no way. I was like, no way we're going to get paired with the rating national champs. Like that day we had, um, I think we had Sunday off, no practice. And <coughs> um, since the men's team also made it, we had a selection show in the Breakfield house with both teams and like any fans that could join. And um, so that was fun, you know, getting to see all our supporters and then be around with both teams and see what their selection's like and what ours is like. Um, but it was like almost I was just really shocked because I wasn't expecting to be playing against the national reigning champs. <laughs> For sure. And then, you know, you had a really cool thing with Coach Vandeveer where she mentioned the missing and murdered indigenous women, which you are a really big advocate for. And um, she brought that on a national stage. So what was it like to have someone of her stature really care about the cause of the missing and murdered Indigenous women and bring it to that national stage? Um, I think it's really rewarding, almost. Like, I didn't think she even really knew my name. Like, obviously, she was playing against us, but I doubt, like, they even really needed to know our names. Um, but I just thought it was really rewarding from, like, just the work that I put in to raise awareness at, um, like, the Bozeman community in Montana level. And that it was really cool that um, Tara was able to recognize that and see that and, you know, bring it to national recognition. Because a lot of people watch what she has to say. They listen to what she has to say. And the fact that she had something to say about what I stand for really meant a lot to me. And I just, like, my respect goes through the roof for her. For sure. And then, you know, I asked uh, Darian this too, but what was it like to play in that arena of Stanford's? And then as they showed on TV in like the first or second row, Russell Wilson was in the stands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, it reminded me of like Dahlberg Arena, but smaller just because it was so close to the core and like just like the infrastructure on the inside, how it was built. <clears throat> so it was like playing the Grizz almost up. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. When we were warm up and like layup lines, I saw Russell Wilson walk in. I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, and he had a bodyguard, and he was just this little man. I was not expecting him to be that short, and I was like, dang. But it was like really cool to see that, like, oh my gosh, I'm playing against Russell Wilson's little sister, or you know, like I'm playing against Stephen Curry's god sister. Like it was just so crazy to think about. I didn't know they had her too. Yeah, Cameron Brink. Wow, that's uh. It's got a team with a bunch of stars. <laughs> yeah. Not only the players, but family members. Yeah, a lot. Famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, now I want to go into this year. And I have interviewed Coach Binford. And with the arrival, well, I guess not arrival because she was there last year, but injured with Lindsey Hine uh-huh. this year playing you may not be the center as much with her on the court. So what is that change going to be for you? Um, 
I don't think we'll ever really play with one another. I think I'm also going to be the five, and she'll okay. just come in for me, and we'll just rotate through that way. Um, unless, you know, Ben's willing to play me at the four with her too, but I know there's no other five. Like, it's just me. Like, she told me I need to get in good shape to play the whole game. <laughs> so another thing that you kind of debuted, I guess, you probably have it in practice, but debuted during the tournament was a three-point shot. Is that mm-hmm. something that you plan to use this year more than what you did last year? Oh, 100%. It's a lot better. Like, I feel more confident with it. That's awesome. I uh, It definitely shocked me as a fan of you guys to, like, see that. You know, after all year not really seeing it, and then in the tournament you come out and shoot threes and are pretty efficient with it. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't know she had that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, um. This Bobcat team, like I was talking with Darian, is extremely close and extremely like a family. How do you think that um, helps your guys' success? Um, I think we just embody what a lot of teams don't have, and that's just culture and um, sisterhood almost. You know, like we follow this uh, criteria that's the man in the arena, and we play for each other. We play with one another because we're the ones, like I was saying, we're the ones that are practicing day in, day out. We're going to blend with blood, sweat, and tears. Um, no one else's opinion should really matter to us, you know, because we're the ones who are Who's getting it dog? done every day. Um, sorry, my teammates are in the locker room. But, um, yeah, no, I just think just the chemistry we have, like, off the court really helps our chemistry on the court just because we know what – each other's like best are on the court um, but yeah no I just think a lot of teams don't really have the type of chemistry and family-like relationships that we have for sure so I see the rock and our sweatshirt I've seen yeah. your guys's commercials during the uh Bobcat football games this fall what has the NIL done for you guys as athletes <coughs> um I mean it's still like I don't get a lot, but with what, what I do get, I appreciate it because it just gives me like a couple other like, you know, extra money because I'd be mean, living in Bozeman's expensive. So it helps me with that. And also just like being able to put away the savings for after college. Um, but like, I think it also just like opens up a wide opportunity to meet new people that are going to be in your corner once you start in the workforce or you know like I just know a lot of higher up people now in like the healthcare world which I want to go into that's awesome for sure yeah I uh every week see your guys's commercial with you Darian Leah Beattie and Madison Jackson <laughs> I see that commercial every week and it's it's funny to see you guys in a commercial you know see all the different athletes in commercials yeah yeah, it's cool. It um, but yeah, so um, I guess, you know, well, one question I have for you is this year you were selected to a preseason all big sky team. Um, mm-hmm. What does that mean to you to be selected to that? Um, It means a lot, honestly, like I wasn't really expecting it because I was 13 last year, but um, I really appreciate the like acknowledgement that the big sky conference sees in me and like the coaches you know that they respect my games and like see what I did last season and are expecting more this season so I think it just um, puts a lot of confidence built up inside of me to know that other people recognize my work 
For sure. And, you know, um, I talked with Darian about this too, but, um, you know, obviously you guys are, were good last year and are picked to be good this year again. And the men's team is the same. What is it like to be a part of that whole basketball program at MSU? I think it's pretty cool just to think about, like, we're literally making history right now. Um, and just to, like, look back in, like, other year, like, you know, future years, like, down the road, long time down the road, if I had kids, you know, just letting them know, like, oh, yeah, like, when I was in college, we weren't just, like, the only Big Sky champs there, like, also the men's team was, too. And, you know, like, it wasn't just one year, it's, like, going to be two consecutive years. So I think that's pretty cool to see and just share that with the men's team. Um, I think it just shows that, like, basketball at MSU uh, is top tier. For sure. So you mentioned, you know, future kids and whatnot. Um, what would you, I guess, say to them as a memory you have as you, of your time at MSU? Oh, gosh, I would teach them how to sing Moni Moni. <laughs> awesome. And so, you know, now I uh, also your sister now is the head basketball or head volleyball, excuse me, at senior high. How cool yeah. is that to see her? <laughs> do so well in volleyball too oh it's so much fun just because um I know like she's always wanted to be a coach and she's always had that type of personality and leadership skills so I think it's just amazing and so cool that she's running the high school that we used to run you know just four or five years ago um so I'm just really excited for her just to see how this first you know divisionals tournament goes this weekend and then state next weekend I think it's gonna be really cool um she deserves it all that's awesome for sure um so you know um obviously I'm going back to basketball I'm sorry but um, <laughs> coach Binford has been at Montana State for a long time she's a staple in Montana State now um how cool is it to one have played for her all these years <laughs> And two, you know, have her be, I guess, your coach for all these years. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really cool just to have a coach like her because I feel like it can be hard to find a coach that cares about a player outside of basketball. And she's someone who actually cares about uh, what you're doing outside of basketball. Like, doesn't just care about the four years you're going to be here, but cares about what's going to happen afterwards, too. Um, I know she keeps in touch a lot of her past players which I find cool because I mean you don't really find a connection a relationship that um, longing with a coach you know especially at a collegiate level I feel like now it's more of a business nowadays right. and the fact that she's still able to keep that connectedness off the court and off like basketball relation um, still there I think it's pretty cool and powerful especially at this D1 level now, you know, especially with NIL deals, like, you know, whoever's not performing, you need to cut them. But she's still out here just wanting the best for her team. For sure. You know, and another thing that's really cool about MSU, and of course, there's other schools that have this, but um, you have your athletic director, Costello, and President Cruzado that just support the Bobcats 100%. I mean, I remember when you guys won the Big Sky, it was like a 20-minute line of people cutting down the nets, and of course, they were there. Yeah. Um, how much does their support mean to you guys? Um, it means a lot, especially just seeing them in the field house. I mean, to see Leon a lot more. And he just is really cool just acknowledging every woman's basketball player, you know, 
Um, it could have been just about all the men last year, you know, just all their success. But he was always the one to make sure to point out first that we're still doing um, what we got to do and that he's proud of our team and that he's excited to see what we're going to do this year. Um, so I think it's really cool that he will always acknowledge us first, too, just to make us feel special as well. For sure. You know, you mentioned that, that a lot of times the women's basketball teams do get overshadowed by the men's team. And how cool is it to be at a university, not only with, of course, the athletic director and the president, but with the student body and with the community that really got behind you guys and gets behind you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. I think it's more of a family and in Bozeman, especially just being a college town, you know, everyone knows who you are, whether it's a grocery store, or you're walking in <coughs> at like just a football game know who you are they're gonna know the athletes and they really support us and they're always so kind and friendly and I think that just like embodies MSU as well um and so it just makes it easier to want to play for them and do well for them for sure so you know I uh I thought last year was the year of the Bobcat because you obviously had the men or the football team do well you guys do well the men's team do well but I think this year's um shaping up to be that again you know the football team obviously is doing well now and both the men's and women's basketball teams are predicted to do well what do you foresee needing to happen for the um basketball teams to i guess fulfill their preseason you know um preseason predictions is what the word i was looking for <laughs> yeah um i think for both of us just always pushing to get better and grow in practices. And I think, especially with the preseason games coming around, this is where we're going to get the most competition uh, to just really like seize the moment and seize every opportunity and learn and grow from whether we lose or like all our mistakes. But I think we're going to see a lot of good because we're going to see how good we are. You know, can we stick with the Oregon States? Can we stick with the LC LSUs and, you know, um, I think that will dictate like where we really stand and that will separate us from the other big sky teams. And I think as just another thing is also make sure we don't play to their level because that can be hard in the sport is to play to another team's level. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if they're low energy, they're not as good, not as talented, like other teams tend to play to that level. And I think we just have to set the standard and play to our level at all times, which is something we struggled with last year. We obviously, you know, had a couple losses in the conference that we shouldn't have. And that was because we didn't know how to play to our level. We ended up stooping to the other team's level. But um, I know that's one thing in practices this year, like we're going to be the best that we practice against when conference comes and just to continue to play like that, no matter who we're playing. For sure. Um, so I had a question as you were talking there, um, but then I just completely blanked it. <laughs> You're good. Um, I guess talk to me a little bit about the overall conference because it seems really strong. Um, you know, you obviously have you guys, the Grizz, Idaho is really good. <laughs> Idaho State's pretty good. Um, but what is the overall conference like? Um, I'm not really sure how each team's going to be this year because I know a lot of teams have gotten transfers, have gotten new freshmen, you know, have lost a lot of seniors, have lost a lot of people at the portal. So I'm really um, excited to see and interested to see how each team really does, you know, because like, I mean, the Grizz, for example, they got 70 players. So, you know, you can't really, that's hard to base a team off from last year. Like, I feel yeah. like we're going to be the team that has the most 
people coming back. And I think that's what separates us because we obviously have all been playing with each other for three years now. And I think that's our higher up. For sure. So, you know, you've had a lot of playing time from basically the beginning of being an MSU. Um, how has your game evolved? Um, I think I've just become more into an attacker and like a dominant force. Uh, freshman year, sophomore year, I was more of a passer, rebounder, screen away, you know, type of player, just your typical post player that you would think. Uh, but last year, I think I really flourished having to step up with uh, being like the older post player and having to demand a presence in the post so our guards can do their thing, you know. Um, and just over this last time, we're like, I really evolved my game and brought in like my three point shot. I have you know, my 15-footers are all – I'm really confident in all those. I like to shoot my threes when I have it. I've been driving a lot more. Um, I think I've just evolved into a more dynamic, attack-minded player rather than a passer, think first, you know, screen, rebound. That's all I do. Like, I have a lot more tools to my bag. Awesome. And then, you know, I know from, like, high school and um, obviously probably younger too, but high school, you played volleyball as well in high school. So how do you think yeah. playing volleyball helped you in your basketball? I think volleyball really helped with my footwork. I mean, you have to be coordinated a little bit to play volleyball. Um, and it also just really helped with, like, my re like when my timing for blocks. Like, I still block like a volleyball player on the basketball court, you know? Like, it just helps with my timing for that when to jump. Um, if I should go up with one hand, two hands, what? And there's just, like, the footwork makes a lot for basketball for sure well hey um cola i want to thank you so much for coming on today little yeah. preseason bobcat basketball so looking forward to this year and looking forward to hopefully another big sky championship for the bobcats oh yeah me too thank you for having me again uh, of course thanks for coming on again have a great rest yeah. of your day you too Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.